Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. Today is Monday, April 6th, and we begin today by remembering our baptism. In Galatians 3, verse 27, it says, For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. And so we make the sign of the cross, remembering in, into whom we are baptized, and we say, In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. Heavenly Father, today we begin a new work week, but many of us will not be going to work. We thank you for the skills, talents, and abilities with which you have blessed us. Please help us to use those blessings as we go about our daily lives. Help us to see the opportunities you give us to use those blessings to bless our neighbors, including our families, and to use them to worship you. Help us to see our daily interactions as the places and times you have given to us so that we might love you with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and love our neighbors as ourselves in all of our interactions. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. We confess our Christian faith this morning using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our scripture reading for the, uh, for the mornings all through this week will be Psalm 91. Uh, the president of the uh, Lutheran Church Missouri Synod has challenged all of the members of the uh, Synod to memorize the psalm. Uh, we can at least meditate on it here. So Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you. No plague come near your tent, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him 
and show him my salvation. Psalm 91. This psalm breaks into really kind of roughly three parts. Uh, First is verses 1 and 2 that describes God as our protection in this world. And then verses 3 through 13 describe God as, uh, as powerful over the dangerous forces that we face in our lives. And then verses 14, 15, and 16, uh, those, those are God speaking, and he is making promises to those who trust in him. So back at the beginning of the psalm, we'll take a look at verses 1 and 2. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Hebrew poetry likes to use parallelism. And so it will uh, kind of take a theme and repeat it multiple times. Uh, Usually it's just twice. But if they really, really want to emphasize something, um, they will do it as many as four times. And notice the way that this emphasizes uh, who God is. It describes him as a shelter, a shadow, uh, a refuge, and a fortress. Now, we hear that word shadow, and uh, I think a lot of times we're more informed by um, modern horror movies where the shadow is a, uh, a frightful place. But uh, being in the shadow of the Almighty uh, is being under his protection. And so in each of these cases, God is, des- is described as uh, a defense for those who trust in him and a, a place where we are protected from the uh, the struggles and the problems uh, that we face in this world. Now, this might be something for us to, something that is difficult for us to grab onto these days uh, as we look at what's happening around us in the world. Um, One might be tempted to look and to say, well, if he's protecting us, why does he allow these bad things to happen? Um, Well, I have a couple of thoughts about that. One is, um, if you have a shelter and you step out of it, uh, then something's gonna, something bad's gonna happen. Um, And I think that often we do step out of the shelter of the Most High. I think that often we uh, don't trust in Him uh, as He desires for us to do. And when that happens, we live in a broken world, and and brokenness happens to us because we're broken people. But even in the midst of that, God still protects us. He, he eases our burden and he gives us promises that go beyond this life so that even if the worst happens to us, when we trust in him, he continues to protect us. He has provided a, a, a final rescue from this life so that all who trust in him, even if they die, they go to live with him in, in glory, and we rise from the dead one day. Now, I know that that's putting things off, um, but he does protect us in this world too. Uh, there are many accounts of the ways that he has rescued people, and sometimes the way that he rescues us and he shelters us is through the earthly gifts that he gives us, that the government is supposed to be a protecting force in our lives. If, if we're children, our, our parents are like the shadow of the Almighty uh, over us to protect us. Uh, the church sometimes can be a, a refuge 
for the weary and, and for the fearful. And, and, and sometimes we as God's people act on God's behalf to be a refuge or a fortress uh, for others, to protect them, to speak up for them. God often works through masks. That's the way that Luther liked to say it, that God wears masks. And those masks are his people. And so he is protecting us through the, the, the forces that he put into this world. And, uh, and I think that many times we overlook that. So we put our trust in him and we will find that he will protect us either in that ultimate sense or if we look closely, we will see all kinds of ways that he uses people and systems in this world to protect us. And we live underneath his benevolent love uh, in, in all things. And ultimately, the protection that we get from God, we, we find in Jesus, where the, the consequence for our sin the cause of our brokenness is placed on him as he goes to the cross and he dies in our place to give us forgiveness of sins and everlasting life. In our prayers today, we want to pray for God to help us to understand and to believe his word. And we pray for increased faith, hope, and love. Lord God, Heavenly Father, sometimes we hear your promises and we don't completely understand what you're saying to us. And, and boy, oh boy, sometimes because of our experiences, it's, it's hard to believe uh, that, that you will keep these promises. And we ask, Lord, that you would give us an extra portion of your spirit to help us to read your word and to understand it, and that you would help us to believe your promises, that you are at work in this world, that you are protecting us, and that you will save us, and indeed that you have saved us through Jesus' death and resurrection. We pray as he teaches us, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Now to him who is able to do far more abundantly than all we think or ask, according to the power of, at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. God bless your day. And uh, I hope you'll come back this evening and join me for an evening devotion. God be with you.